Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Mindfully Moody, a community and podcast built on the goal of helping you discover your truest potential. I am Sarah, and I am joined with my best friend and co-host, Hannah, back with episode three of 2023. So if this is your first time listening, welcome. We're so excited to have you. And if you are a longtime listener, thank you so much for all of your support. Before we get started today, we wanted to just mention two of our programs that we have recently launched. So first, we just put out at the beginning of 2023 a free, 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 free goal and intention guide to help you really discover what are those heart-aligned intentions that you want to achieve and live by in 2023. And we take you through a whole step-by-step process to get there so that you can really just arrive at the intentions that are right for you. We also just launched our first course that is called the Journey from Self-Doubt to Self-Love in 30 Days. And it is just an amazing program, y'all. It is going to help you just really reach your truest potential, the exact goal and mission of why we started Mindfully Moody. It allows you to understand where your self-doubt comes from, grow awareness, so, so, so many tools uh, throughout the whole course that are going to just guide you through that whole journey. So from self-doubt to self-acceptance to self-love. And we have two different versions of the program. One is completely self-guided. And the second one is that self-guided experience plus live coaching sessions with us. So if you are interested, we have our website in the show notes. It's just mindfully-moody.com. And you can go there and explore both of those programs. Yes, go check it out, guys. Hello, and this is Hannah reporting on Mindfully Moody. So excited to have you guys back here for another season. And we are getting into a really exciting topic today. We're going to be talking about five tips that you could use to become more authentic. And the reason why Sarah and I wanted to do an episode on how to be more authentic is because we were having this conversation and we were talking about how you're like in different environments and maybe that there's something that comes up in you. Maybe there's this voice that says like, oh, I want to give this person a compliment or, oh, I want to tell this person I really like their energy. But we don't actually say that because we're afraid of maybe being judged, maybe being rejected. And we both want to, we both have this goal to be more authentic in our lives and really to own that. So we thought it would be really fun to do an episode today on how to be more authentic. And I want to share a story before we get into the episode. And the other day I was having this self-care day and I was getting a massage and I was really just nurturing myself. And I was like so aligned with my authentic self and just like living my best life. And I went and stopped in Alta and I was doing some shopping And there was this girl there and she had the most beautiful makeup I've ever seen. It was so electric and beautiful. And I was like, oh my gosh, like internally, I was like, this girl's so beautiful. Her makeup is amazing. Like I need to tell her. But then that fear came up and it was like, "Mm." like, don't tell her. You don't need to tell her. Like she doesn't need to know. But I pushed through it. My authentic self wanted to give that compliment and give love. And I had the courage to give that love to her. And it probably made her day. She was so grateful that I was able to express that. And we had a little moment there. 
And that was a sign of me pushing past fear and leading to my intuition and being my authentic self and sharing the message that I really wanted to share with that person in the moment. So getting to the first tip of how to be more authentic. First tip is getting to know yourself. Like who, who are you? Who is that person listening to this podcast right now? What are things that you like? What are things that you don't like? A lot of times when we were raised by our caretakers or maybe people in school, they would tell us not to do things because society didn't accept us if we did those things. And so story after story came about as we grew up and started like basically putting these walls up saying like, oh, you can't do that because that's not accepted. And slowly we started getting away from ourselves, getting away from our authentic self. And so it's about removing those walls and returning to who you actually are and remembering the things that light you up and the things that make you excited. Mm, I love that. It's, it's crazy because so many people want to live as their authentic self and feel that if they do, they either won't be accepted or, you know, they have such immense fear around also likely related back to acceptance that they just never even explore it, you know? And this could be big or small, you know? People feel that they have to live up to this perception um, of someone else or the expectations of, to your point, your caretakers, your family. I mean, how many people live a certain way for their entire life because their family wanted them to, you know, oh, you should only, you know, marry this kind of person. So then you only, you know, want to be, you know, are going to accept yourself when you're in a relationship with the type of person that your family wants you to be, or, oh, you should have this job or you should have these interests. You should show up in a room this way. So I really love the you know tip of getting to know yourself and understanding who are you outside of all of those things that were put on to you right like really discovering who am i when i strip all of that stuff to the side what do i want what motivates me what excites me you know what kind of job do i want what kind of relationship do i want to be in how do i want to treat myself yes exactly and Moving into step two, it's about releasing those blocks that told us that we couldn't be a certain way, right? And a lot of times these blocks that are preventing us from being our authentic self were shaped as a child, right? Like it's not about like becoming someone new or completely transforming your life. It's really just about like releasing and removing the things that were told to you that you couldn't do. I have this memory that was like so deep in my brain. I don't, I don't even know if it's necessarily related to the authentic self, but in fourth grade, this it's, it's is a story about like feeling shame around doing something that you thought was right. So in fourth grade, I remember I was going to the bathroom and I went and looked under the stall because the door was closed and I wanted to see if someone was in the bathroom, like, because I wanted to use the bathroom. And the moment I was like looking to see if someone's feet were under the stall, a teacher came in and said, get off the ground. No peeking at other people going to the bathroom. No one, I don't even think anyone was in the stall. But in that moment, like that teacher 
basically was like, you do not do that. You're going to the principal's office. And I was so young and I was like, felt so much shame. This lady thought I was peeking at someone under the stall and basically stopped me in my tracks, made me feel guilt and shame about who I was in that moment. Even though my idea of myself didn't match her idea, right? We had different ideas of what the situation was. But that's just a time that I remember that someone did something to me and then it made me completely retreat and completely like be like, who am I? Why did I do that thing? And so it's about releasing these stories that we built up in the past and creating new stories from them, right? Like we don't have to live by the things that people said that we uh, to fit into society like we did when we were young. Like we can create our own rules now and not have to have these restrictions on us that are preventing us from actually being the person that we want to be. I feel that another really important thing for people to release is perfectionism. And so many of us struggle with this. And this holds us back so much from being our authentic self. And these, you know, perfectionism to remind you, we did an awesome episode on perfectionism. So definitely check it out. And it's something that I feel like we've been talking a lot about lately on multiple episodes, because this is a problem that, or a a shadow, I should say that so many people experience, Um, but it's not attainable, right? And it puts these things in your mind that, oh, I can't do this or, oh, I need to do this in order to be valuable and, you know, valuable to other people, but also myself. And when it comes to the authentic self, I think it's just so important to release this. It even makes me think about being younger, you know, and um, how many people also probably share the same thing, um, dancing, singing, these things that we want to do as humans to express ourselves, to release energy, to raise our vibrations, but that we were told, oh, you're not a good enough dancer. Oh, you're not a good enough singer. Like don't sing, don't dance, you know, because you're not perfect at it. And because we're perfectionists, we have a lot of shame in that. So we're like, oh, I'm just never going to dance. How many people do you know that are like, I don't dance? You know, I don't sing. And it's like, do you like, hey, maybe you just don't like it and all, you know, that's fine. But so many of us actually crave that. And that's a part of our authenticity. And that's a part of how we want to express ourselves. I could say the same for art. You know, art is something that I've always been like, I'm not a good artist because I was told that when I was young, you know. So now I don't even want to express myself through. I'm more talking about like drawing, painting type of art. But releasing this is so powerful in actually finding that authenticity because it's going to just create a clearer path for you to get there. Yes. Perfectionism and like releasing of people pleasing. I think a lot of people can relate to this, that they don't do things because they want approval and validation from other people. So For example, like, I'm not going to wear this outfit. Although I want to wear this outfit, I'm not going to because I'm trying to protect this person's feelings or I feel like I'm going to stand out or I'm not going to... For example, me, I'm like going on a date. I want to wear heels. (laughs) My authentic self wants to wear heels. But if I'm going out with a short king, I feel bad. Like, I I don't want to... I don't... You know, I don't want to like be... That's also my own insecurity thing. But... Think about the way that stories were shaped in your life 
that prevented you from doing the things that you're doing and then release those things like wear the outfit because who gives a fuck what anyone else has to say about your outfit if you like your outfit rock that outfit if you want to wear like crazy colored makeup because it makes you feel good it makes you like stand out it makes you feel energized wear crazy colored makeup it's like society would tell us like as a woman like be quiet be small and the man will love you it's like fuck that like be however you feel is right and aligned with you as you and your authenticity People can feel too when you're being your authentic self. And if you feel rejection from people, it's probably because they're not able to live in their own authenticity. And, you know, whenever someone is strongly hating on you or telling you that you should be ashamed or blah, 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 like that has nothing to do with you and everything to do with them. So just your daily reminder of that. But, authentic people like you know hannah and i like i think i could totally speak for us both in this like i see someone showing up authentic whether it's something that really is my style or not that literally doesn't matter at all i'm like hell yeah be your authentic self do it you know i love that i support that so tip number three is listening to your inner voice And I really like this one because it really allows you to do these, the two previous things, you know, that we're talking about, about getting to know yourself, releasing these things, listening to your inner voice is going to get you to be able to get to know yourself, right? To be able to release things. Um, And, you know, there's a, a delineation between, you know, that voice in your head that's telling you that you're not good enough, right? You have like that voice in your head, but there's also your inner voice, your, you know, intuition, your authenticity, um, that you really need to start listening to. And how can you listen more to that inner voice? You can spend time alone. Basically, that's what helps me get in touch the most with my inner voice, when you remove the noise from the outside world and really just focus on like, what am I feeling? What am I needing? Yes. The inner voice is such power. Like, and I think it goes back to also getting to know yourself because once you know yourself, you're able to actually hear that inner voice, whether that be good or bad, right? Our episode next week, we're going to talk about intuition, which is really going to teach you how to like listen to that inner voice and live a life based on that intuition. But that inner voice is intuition. It's saying, do this. This is what I'm craving. This is what I want. And somehow that you can figure out like what that inner voice is, is if you continue to have these like reoccurring messages come up, like do this, do this, do this. It's probably coming up for a reason. It's like this beast inside of you that wants to be unleashed and like express. Like I think the authentic self is a lot about that expression of that that true person inside and like wanting to be seen. And when we're not being our authentic self, it's hard for us to be seen because we're not being true to ourselves. So listening to your inner voice is so, so important when it comes to being authentic. 
So tip number four also relates to that inner voice because once you develop your inner voice, you can then bring that to the external world. So it's all about speaking from your heart. So speak from your heart, being vulnerable and showing up that way. And I think, you know, I love the story that you told at the beginning of the episode, Hannah, where, you know, you had this desire to compliment someone or to share with someone. And that's an example of this, like speaking from the heart. I think also, you know, our egos are so at play often when we're in conversation with other people. And it's easy to get pulled into like a trap, especially, you know, how we exchange energy with other people. You know, someone shows up one way and you like go on the defense because that's just how we're trained and like it's you're triggered, you know? So really like moving past that, trying to push past that and showing up and speaking from your heart. I think it's the most important actually when you're in maybe what's a challenging type of situation, you know, for example, like you're with your family, you know, and you feel like you always put on for your family, with your family, you know, and now when you're more your authentic self, you can speak from your heart. And when you speak from your heart, it is that authentic voice, right? Same if you're in a relationship, you know, and you're in an argument with your partner or you feel like you need to address something with your partner that, you know, has been weighing on you. Speak from your heart, not from your ego, not from, you know, that defensive side, but from your authentic self. Yes, I love this one because if we just all spoke from our hearts, I feel like the world would just be a better place because a lot of times we are speaking from that ego space or like we're speaking from a place with motives like in front of us. Like, okay, I'm saying this because I want this person to react a different, some sort of way. It's almost like we're speaking in a way to manipulate people to like, like us, right? We, we only want to show the sides of ourselves that we think that will be approved, but we don't need mm-hmm. to be approved, right? Like as long as we love ourselves and we're speaking from the heart, that's probably going to, we can't control who likes us or who doesn't like us. And again, this goes back to like your authentic self, discovering what it is that you like. For me as a child, I was someone that was very social. I loved hanging out with other kids. I loved doing like play dates and I loved like just interacting with other people. And as I grew up, I had experiences where I would go and like connect with strangers and I would get rejected or I would not necessarily be bullied, but like I would get something that would pull me back and say like, okay, don't talk to people because they're not going to like you. They're going to reject you. They're not going to validate you. So at some point, like my experience from childhood to adulthood was tainted. And so I was no longer showing up from my heart and my authentic self. <laughs> Sorry, my dog is snoring. I don't know. Please do that. <laughs> um, but I realized as an adult, I love talking to people. I love socializing. I love talking to strangers. Like I, I really want that. I really desire that. My heart is always calling to talk to people. And I noticed that I would be in situations and be like, oh, I want to tell that person that I like their cardigan or I really like their haircut or I think that whatever, what they're doing is really cool. But that was what my heart wanted. That's what my authentic self wanted. But I didn't say it. Because I said, well, if I say that, they might think I'm weird. If they say that, they might reject me. What if they ignore me? Because of the things of the past that scared me from actually speaking from my heart. But the only way to challenge that is to actually 
take action and do that. So I've started to do that. Even like today at the coffee shop, I'm like just starting this conversation with this barista. I'm like, I love, I know I love your shirt. Like, and that's just spreading love. It's speaking from the heart and spreading love. And even if that person doesn't receive it, you're still freely giving love and that's going to make you feel good. Don't give like your energy in expectation of having something in return. Just give it freely and it's going to make you feel really good. Yes. Give it freely. I love that. I feel like one of the most amazing things about this speaking from your heart is that you don't walk away from a conversation feeling poorly about it. Or when you're at home, like let's say that you, you, you know, you had to speak to someone about giving them feedback on something or telling them how you feel about something that maybe was you know, causing a little bit of fear in you, but you pushed through it and you showed up and you spoke from your heart and you were vulnerable and you drew, uh, created that emotional connection with someone or attempted to, because you can try and maybe it won't be received. But even if it isn't received, you walk away from that thinking, I spoke from my heart. I spoke from my heart. I didn't speak from my ego. I didn't speak from you know, the patterns, the unhealthy patterns of communication that I've had in my past. I showed up and I was my authentic self and I spoke from the heart. And personally in my life, like as I have shifted into this, like it's, it makes you just feel so much better, you know, because you don't have that, like how many times in my earlier life that I would say something, I would just react to things Or I would have a conflict with someone and I would just show up and just speak from my ego and just, you know, say what I want to say in work as well. I've learned now to speak a lot more from my heart at work. And it's just like, oh, it's a relief, you know, Mm -hmm. like it's a relief to be like, I said what I wanted to say and I said it in a loving way. Mm -hmm. And hell yeah for me. Hell yeah for you. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Tip number five is be present. Be present in your life. Stop thinking about the future. Stop thinking about the past and live in the moment now. One way to drop in the present moment is to just observe your surroundings. Like look at the colors maybe in your apartment. If you're outside, I love to practice this grounding of being present. Look at the trees. What sounds do you hear? Like just really drop into the moment and it's going to allow you to get back to that, that, that inner soul energy your true self, who's here with me. Like I challenge you guys to do something today that is going to allow you to be a little bit silent and focus on yourself and be in the moment. Because when you take five, 10, 30 minutes for yourself, you're going to see so many blessings in your life because being in the present moment allows us to come back to who we really are and what our purpose is, and what we're meant to do. Being present is so important. Mindfulness and really just tuning into who that authentic self is because the human experience, you know, going to work, having all of these different energies at play, going into groups, et cetera, um, you know, exchanging energy with people, it can be easy to kind of forget who your authentic self is because there's a lot of triggers that we experience um, throughout our day-to-day life. So the 
being present, the tuning in to yourself, being alone, listening again, inner voice, right? Allows you to get back in touch with your authentic self. Yes. Well, I hope that you guys got some helpful tips for how you can really channel your authentic self and just show up more authentically in your life. If you like this episode, you're definitely going to like next week's episode where we dive into intuition and how to live your life by your intuition and living intuitively. So thank you guys so much for listening. And before we end this episode, we would love if you guys would go and give us a five-star review on Spotify or Apple. Some of you already did. Some of you joined the Facebook group and we are so excited to start this community. So thank you guys so much for listening. We love you so much. Thank you. We are so excited to share with you that we just created a free resource for you to set your goals and intentions for 2023. This resource takes you step-by-step six steps on how to really get the most out of your goals and intentions. So you're going to reflect on 2022, what worked, what didn't. You're going to release what no longer serves you. Focus on how to fill up your cup, what areas of life are going to be in your focus this year, and then ultimately set your intentions, practice what are you calling in for 2023, and learn how to follow through on those intentions. So this PDF, this free PDF, takes you through exercises, actions, journal prompts, so you can really get the most out of your 2023 year. All you have to do is click the link in the show notes and it's going to take you to our link tree where you can enter your email and it will give you access to the free PDF.